Hi, everybody, and welcome to Ruby Red Gems, where reading is a celebration and learning is the ongoing event. I love learning and I love reading, and I hope you do too. Um, it's been a while since I have done this, and um, I give no apologies because such is life, you know, um, such is life where things can be disrupted sometimes and or your focus needs to be on a particular area or in a category or whatever, what have you. Um, I've been taking a lot of time to focus on the home front. There's been a lot of things that have transpired um, recently and at times I just didn't have the answers for it and that's okay. Um, as a good friend reminds me, grace and space is always, you know, what we, what we, um, want to allow ourselves and as compassionate as I am towards everybody else I so should show that same compassion to myself right and so I'm really excited um to get back into the groove of things I feel energetic I feel revived and extremely grateful um your girl is a survivor you know your girl is a, a an amazing survivor a um strategist i'm a leader i'm a thought leader i'm a um activist i'm a lover and i'm a self a radical self love enthusiast as well and so i just want to thank everybody who's listening right now it um is so important to show gratitude in all things and i really mean that um, the next book that I chose to um, share and pick gems and jewels from is entitled The One Minute Manager. Oh my goodness, how I love this book. And so um, just a couple of things before I go on. Um, you know, I've been working, I'd say since I was like 13 years old. Uh, my first job... Um, was that of a babysitter and so I babysat for a couple of families that my that we went to church with and so that was my first taste of um earning money right and my first taste of having to answer to somebody in exchange for that and so um great experience you know taught me a lot and then I think my next job was at a deli um Excuse me, this The One Minute Manager is a book by Ken Blanchard and Spencer Johnson. Ken Blanchard and Spencer Johnson, first of all. And um, back on track, I was working at this deli. Um, it was actually a hookup for, my, for one of my uncles. It's a good friend of his. And he paid me under the table, which I absolutely loved. But... I also loved being able to give my parents that money because we grew up very, um, I would say, according to the charts, if we had to graph our situation, we'd probably be in like the poverty area, gray area. You know, my dad um, retired or didn't retire, but he was disabled. Um, in his late fifties. And so he kind of just lived off of his checks. And then my mom, um, thrived and loved being 
a stay-at-home wife. And so we just kind of like made it do a do, you know, government assistance obviously was in the play and all of that. And so um, learning the value of working for something for yourself, getting that money, you know, getting that money and um, feeling the pride that comes with, hey, you know, I have earned this and I'm contributing came at a very young age for me. And so as you would imagine, um, the blessing and the gem out of that was just this work ethic that just was instilled in me, although it really wasn't instilled in me and my parents. I mean, I was too young to see my parents really bust their ass. At the time that they met each other, they had already had children with other people. They kind of just wanted to enjoy their lives with each other. And then they were very religious at the same time, so they just clung on to their church family. And so with that dynamic... I had to not only unlearn and unpack a lot of things, I also had to learn pivotal points and basic fundamental things that had to do with money attainment and saving and investing and how to use my time wisely and maximizing and all of that came very early on as I became into like, corporate America, I think. I have amazing mentors that were just great leaders for me and great thinkers, um, including my surrogate mother, Lolina. Some of the great things that she taught me um, was not only to trust myself, but to trust the process. Um, there were a lot of times where I felt unsure and um, insecure about my own abilities or lack thereof at the moment. But she always gave me the hope and, and instilled in me the fact that I was a lot better than I probably knew at that point. And that's invaluable as somebody, like a men, someone who's getting mentored. Um, it's just invaluable and there's no other substitute for that. And I think that seed just keeps growing as we surround ourselves with more positive people and make sure that we're constantly speaking life into ourselves and into others. And so I just share all of that to say I've had a ton of jobs, um, some of which um, were stepping stones to learning other things and to developing other um, skill sets or talents that maybe I didn't understand within myself. Excuse me. I'm certainly at a point where money alone does not satisfy me. And so if I do choose to exchange my time for money at an organization, it better be something that I truly believe in. Um, So much to the point of where it almost doesn't seem like work. And so that would be an ideal situation for me. And so leadership, of course, is very key uh, to making a great... um, I would say experience, um, and I always appreciate good leadership. You know what I mean? Um, I think to be a good leader, you also should be a good follower, a good listener. Um, uh, a great friend of mine shared, um, that a leader, uh, to him would be someone who is willing to empathize when most people are not, or most people don't care to do it. Um, it isn't a verbatim 
uh, or it isn't a quote verbatim, but it's something to that effect. And I do truly believe in that sentiment. Um, I think in order to be a leader, you must also be willing to serve as well. Um, one amazing, um, I would say attribute, um, to work on is organization, empathy, you know, there's just so many things, right? And I think now more than ever, we're, we're just more in touch with our feelings, you know, as a, as a civilization and society. I know that there are a lot of things that I feel very comfortable talking about now that I may have not felt comfortable several years back. And that's okay. It's, it's really exciting to be able to witness this. Um, but I just cannot stress enough how it's not only important to create systems and procedures, it's important to really pay attention to people and the people that you that work for you and that you work for work alongside in these organizations. Um, you know, you could be selling anything. It doesn't matter. But the end goal should be, if not the same, it should be very close you know, to that. And I think there's just power. There's power in believing in others. There's power in instilling and empowering others to make wise decisions for themselves. Uh, The same principles can be applied to parenting or, you know, just mentoring. And I really appreciate how easy this book is to read. Um, You could probably just depending on your reading style and your uh, preference and availability you probably could read it in one afternoon Uh, but that's not the point the key takeaways are number one for me what kind of leader do I want to be and what am I contributing to making sure that systems and procedures are the most efficient that they can possibly be? And third, am I demonstrating to my team that I am available, ready, and willing to do what it takes for the success of our collective?